Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. And you know, sadly, most people are still going around that mountain. Camp meeting to camp meeting. You know, um, 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 convention to convention. Everybody's looking for more manna, more clothes, more something. And God said, turn ye northward. The church has a goal. Let me say it in the words of Ephesians. Pastor Olu said that during the introduction for the worship service. But there's a part, you know, we deliberately just leave that part out and we say, but speaking the truth in love. But there's something in between. And it says that we be no more children. But you know what? Most of us want to stay children. Because children cannot take responsibility. And we don't, that preacher said it on Thursday, we don't want to take responsibility. Let all the responsibility be on God. Or my pastor. But that is not going to, like they say in America, in some business, that dog ain't going to hunt anymore. That's not going to work anymore. Go back to 1 Corinthians 6. It's in that context he said this. Now, these things, that is the things that happened to the children of Israel, were examples unto us. Now, the church... To the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they did. And guess what? That's what we're doing. All these series of messages you're going to hear. It's probably going to last till the end of the year. At least until the Feast of Tabernacles. Which is going to be September. You know, October this year. You know, you're going to be hearing a lot. You know, of these examples. Look at verse 11. Who's still on my side? Am I helping anybody here? Good. Verse 11. Now, all these things happen unto them for our example. The New Testament is very important. Everything you read in the Old Testament is applying to you today. Don't read it. As if to say, that's their problem and I'm in the New Testament and I don't have a problem. You just got a problem. If you have that attitude. The very thing he's talking about is what you're doing. Now, some of these things. Look at how absolute the scripture is. All these things happened unto them. Them who? Them children of Israel. Them Old Testament characters. Them Abimelech. Them Balaam. Them David. Them, you know, all the guys. There's somebody's name, you know, is coming to me and then it flies out of my head. You know, uh, I have to use the wife's name because the wife is a better person. Uh, Her name is Abigail. Thank you. Them Nabal. All these things. 
Anytime you read anything in the Old Testament, ask yourself, how does it apply to me? Ask, 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 ask. Am I neighbor? Let me put it in a better way, but it's still the same thing. Am I like neighbor? Or better still, how much like neighbor am I? Then you will take your Bible seriously. And you won't be reading it as a story. How much like Nabal am I? How much like Balaam am I? Am I more like Nabal than I am like Abigail? Am I more like Opa than I am like Ruth? Uh-huh. So God's got your attention. Now, all these things happen unto them for examples. And they are written. That's why it's in the Bible. They are written for our admonition unto whom the ends of the world have come. If there was ever a time to take the Bible seriously, it is today. We are not just in the end time. The Lord told me this just yesterday or today. I've said it before, but not with this kind of clarity. It's going to blow your mind. We're not just in the end time. We're in the end of the end time. You know when the end time started? The of Pentecost. He said in the last days, he will pour out the spirit of... So that's when the end time. The end time has three days. Three prophetic days. Which are approximately a thousand years each. The first day has gone. The second day has gone. You and I are now inside the third day from the birth of Christ. Wally, watch this. We are not just in, we are in the, so there are three, there are three days. So we are in the last day of the last days. But you haven't heard anything yet. Then we are in the last generation of the last days. We're in the last 100 years of the last day. That's how close we are. The generations before us had hundreds of years and thousands of years before Jesus would come. But our own is different. This is a generation spoken of in Matthew chapter 24. Now this generation, take, learn the parable of the fig tree. That this generation will not pass until all these things be fulfilled. We are that generation. So we are in the last of the last days. Then we are in the last generation of the last days. Ayah. If you, if, 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 if you really got it, it will, it, your ears will spring up like this. He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear. I'm going to repeat it. We're not just in the last days. We're in the last of the last days. Then we're in the last generation of the last days. So when people say Jesus is coming soon, it's true. Although most people don't really know how soon, and they don't even understand the full impact of what they're saying, it is really, really soon. I was just speaking about 1990. 
Pastor Boyga, Larry, Tunji, Professor Wale, all of them were here. 1990 was not far along. It started four years. Just will probably be back before then. If you project 34 years from now, this, this year is the year of our Lord 2024. If you, pro, if, you, if you project 34 years, you're going to get 2058. By that time, very likely, just would have been back. We're not just in the last days. We're in the last of the last days. And then we're in the last generation of the last days. Wake up! That's why God has given me this series of prophetic messages of keeping his testimonies. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 19 and 20. One, two, uh, this, this uh, fifth scripture I'm giving us. If I'm giving us six. I'm giving us one, two. Then in 1 first, first Corinthians I'm giving you two. That's four. Then I'm giving you this one now. This five but it's in two parts it's second uh, corinthians chapter two no second corinthians chapter one and look at verses 19 and 20 who is on my side hmm. you better stay on my side though if you're going to the wrong side now there's no time you're in the last generation of the last of the last days you know, I, I, I watch the CNN and I watch the news and I see them projecting, oh, 2050, climate is going to be this. I just laugh. This guy don't know Jesus is coming. They think it's business as usual. They're in for a root shock. Verse 19, 2 Corinthians chapter 1. For the Son of God... Thank God for that song we sung. You know, the choir song. In him I live, I live and I move and I have my being. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, even by me and Silvanus, that's what called Silas, and Timotheus, was not, I like this guy. He was not yea and nay and nay and yea. He's not Beko, Abibeni. To use Nigerian language. Are you listening to me? It was not yea and nay. For all. I didn't hear you. I didn't say for some. For all. The promises of God. In him are what? And in him. If you see any testimony in the Bible. For you it is yea. And amen. If Enoch walked with God and was not, it is for you. A and amen. Hallelujah. If Moses lived to 120 years and his eye was not dim and his natural strength was not abated, for you it is yea and amen. Oh. For all these things were written for admonition. There is no other generation to fulfill it. It's us. 
See, the generations before us had two options. They could walk with God to some degree and get the glory of God in their lives to some degree. But the glory was for resurrection. And, but this generation is different. Because we're the last generation. Everything that has not been fulfilled is going to be fulfilled now. Ah. You know, some things you start moving in tongues, man. This, this stuff is deep. And you know, it pains my heart. Most of the church is still sleeping. They don't even know who they are. They don't know where they are. You see, you still tell me, you see Christians, you know, say, you know, if, if Jesus tarries, and, uh, you know, you don't get it. This is a terminal generation. You better start living your life. That uh, timeline I gave you in the beginning of the year, go and, go and look at it again. Well, we don't know the day or the hour, but we know the time and the seasons. It is because we know the time and the seasons that the day will not overtake us as a thief. So I can tell you confidently, just not coming tomorrow. Why? Because it's not the season. And I can say that for another 5 years, 10 years, 15, 20, 21, 22, I don't know. Say, so, Pastor, how will you know? As the time approaches, we will see what has been fulfilled. Then we will know what's next. That's why it's not going to overtake us as a thief. For those who are walking in the light... That day will not overtake them as a thief. They will not know the day or the hour, but they will be ready. Because they will know the times and the seasons, and they will know the conditions that need to be fulfilled for them to be ready, and they will be fulfilling it, so they will be ready. It is the, it is the foolish ones. Remember, there were five wise and five foolish. As I was reading my Bible recently, about that five, he said it's not percentage it doesn't mean half the church is wise and half the, it's types, not percentages. Because the majority of the church are foolish. They're not wise. And the reason is very simple. They don't have oil in their lamp. In their vessel. Ask the average Christian, just make it a rhetorical question. Don't get into argument with her. Just say, can the life of God be made manifest in your mortal flesh? <laughs> Number one, you won't know what the life of God is. Number two, he will say, ah, <laughs> so long as we're here, you know, we're all, we're all we're going to die and go to heaven. <laughs> These truths are not taught. The reality of the life of God being made. He said, the, 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 we, we, who, we, we which live are always delivered unto death. That the life of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal body. This is no resurrection. It's here, now. Paul saw it, wrote it down. They their own generation did not enter it. 
But this generation will enter it. There is going to be a company of Christians that will have the life of God manifest in their mortal flesh. Want me to blow your mind? Well, Jesus is the one who blew it first. So let me just follow him and blow your mind. You will do what Jesus did and greater. This generation. Look at Matthew chapter 5, verse 18. I'm going to the why now. We've, we've seen the what. Why? Let me read Matthew chapter 5, verse 18 first, and I'm going to give you a few commentaries that the Holy Ghost gave me. Something has been happening to me since that September, you know, October, that time of Feast of Tabernacles. I've been doing this before, but the, 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 the um, precision, the clarity has, has doubled or tripled. I can't, I can't even put a, a finger on it. You know, you know when, I'm, when I'm praying now and I'm writing, it's like David, he said, and by his hand of the spirituals upon me, I'm getting the pattern of the, of the, of the temple. I said, oh, so that's how that thing works. Matthew chapter 5, verse 18. Who's still on my side? People don't like serious messages like this. Stop playing around in the wilderness. Oh. And you're going around the same circle and you're getting, you get manna every day. You know, then you get the cloud and then you get the pillar. You know, that's what we get in our meetings when, the, you know, there's a move of the Holy Spirit, their gifts, then there's a little bit of blessing here and there. That's not your destiny. Don't die in the wilderness. Hmm. Matthew chapter 5. Who's still on my side? God, verse 18. This is Jesus talking. I have to read verse 17 and 18 together. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. The law is all the things we read from Genesis to Deuteronomy. The prophets is everything we read from Joshua to Malachi. And then in our own case now, we include the New Testament. Because at the time Jesus was speaking, the New Testament had not been written. So the New Testament is actually an extension of the prophets. I just got a, I just got a text from heaven. God, who had sundry times and in diverse manners, had spoken to the fathers by the prophets, had in these last days spoken unto us by his son. He just extended it. And his son is a prophet from Nazareth. I'll give a clap offering to Jesus Christ. Think not that I'm come to destroy the law and the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily, Jesus never lies. His, his middle name is truth. <laughs> That's what I was talking about, his ways. For verily, I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, not one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till some be fulfilled. Now, so much has not been fulfilled. So who is going to fulfill the one that has not been fulfilled? The last generation. 
Hello. I just read you your destiny. Everything. Everything that is written. In the Torah. The law. And in the prophets. That hitherto has not yet been fulfilled. Must now be fulfilled in these next 30 years. I, I, I said it deliberately that way to, 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 to make it, to get your attention. Just, just, I don't think just coming 40 years. 40 now plus this, we're in 2024, it's 2064. It's too far. Not entering the prophetic shadow. The prophetic shadow is 2050, 2052, 53, somewhere in there. It could even be earlier probably be about 20, 50 something, you know. So everything, we must sweep it all up. Shall we say it in a different way? It is time to stop playing church. Too much remains to be done in a short I'm not going to start today, you know. Next week, I think we're going to start with Enoch. Maybe we're going to do Enoch and Noah. You know, then I think we'll do Abraham. Then we're going to do... We'll be taking it as God. But why? I put it with a apostrophe mark. God's integrity is at stake. I'm going to repeat that. God's integrity is at stake. And I'm going to give you scripture. I'm just going to read them. Jeremiah 1.12 You have seen well. I am active and I'm watching over my word to perform it. I'll give you another scripture. It's in Numbers 23.19 God is not a man that he should lie. You know who said it? Balaam. It's one of the things that make you afraid of God. That scripture, we all love that scripture. You know who prophesied it? Balaam. God is complete and is still in scripture. Even though Balaam is not there. God's word. God can use you and not make you. Don't let God just use you. He can use even a donkey. But is he making you like Jesus? Most, you know, because they have not been taught. Most Christians always say, God use me, God use me. Well, okay, God will use you, but is he making you? God used Balaam. See where he wound up. I got a worse example. Not worse, but a more, tra- a more, um, a, a more sorrowful example. God used Solomon. When they're going to line up the top saints, Solomon will not be there. I believe he went to heaven. I believe that. You know, I I can't say that because there's no scripture. The last thing we read about him was that his wives turned his heart. We don't read any, we don't read about Solomon's death like we read about David's death. His son Rehoboam, you know, Causes the kingdom to be torn. 
even before Rehoboam dies, God sends Ahijah the prophet to um, uh, what's the name of a silly fellow? Jeroboam. And tears his cloth in the middle of the desert. And he says, this is Israel. He said, I've given you ten parts. I'll give you two parts to Solomon and David. And only because of David. Every time, God never made reference to Solomon. Go and check the scriptures. Look, at, we're reading now the book, or the, you know, uh, Chronicles. Go and keep checking. You say, as his father David did. As his father David did. David becomes a reference point. Solomon is not referenced. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.